Hello everybody and welcome back to Penguins To Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. It's been about a week and a half, but we are officially back here on Inside the Penguins. We have Penguins To Go today, a full slate of the Tip of the Iceberg podcast coming up this week and we are officially back for the lead up to the 2023-24 Pittsburgh Penguins regular season. So today to kick off that return to action for inside the Penguins, I wanted to talk a little bit about what started as the biggest storyline of the offseason for the Pittsburgh Penguins, but has kind of faded into the background because of, you know, the bottom 6 still needing some some help. The Eric Carlson trade, which rightfully so, stole headlines towards the beginning of August and has continued to be the preliminary storyline surrounding this team heading into training camp, which is coming up here in about a month. But goaltending, goaltending is and should be the biggest story, the biggest factor surrounding the Pittsburgh Penguins entering this upcoming season. When we look at the body of work from Pittsburgh Penguins president of hockey operations slash general manager Kyle Dubas in under two months he's changed the team dramatically the one area that he stood pat was starting goaltender he changed the supporting cast which we'll talk about a little bit later in the episode but let's start with the starting goaltender which is obviously Tristan Jari When I look at the Pittsburgh Penguins goaltending situation, I would say that Kyle Dubas has rolled the dice with it. It is a roll of the dice. He was slightly handcuffed when it came to who was going to be the starting goaltender because nobody else on the open market had anywhere near the upside that Tristan Jari has. None of the, quote, big names that were on the trade market, a Connor Hellebuck, a UC Soros, a John Gibson, have been moved at all, likely because they have some pretty high asking prices. Any deal the Penguins would have made surrounding any of those three names or anybody else in the goaltending market on a trade market would have immediately taken Pittsburgh out of the Eric Carlson sweepstakes. So in retrospect, Dubas gets his guy in Tristan Jari on the opening day of free agency, which allows him to add an all-world defenseman in Eric Carlson. It's a gamble. Tristan Jari is a gamble. He was inconsistent last season due to a nagging hip injury that, according to Tristan Jari, is no longer going to be an issue. Time will tell whether or not that's the truth, but according to Jari, he should be 100% as the season gets underway this year. The other part of Jari that's a gamble is He hasn't really shown any success in the postseason. Now, he's only truly had one series to be the guy. But that was one of the historically worst performances from a goaltender that we have seen in the postseason in Pittsburgh Penguins history against the New York Islanders. He looked decent, albeit while being injured, in his last postseason appearance against the Rangers in Game 7, two seasons back. He looked decent, against the Montreal Canadiens in that elimination game where the Penguins ended up losing, I believe it was 2 to nothing, but he had only allowed one goal. The other one was an empty netter. 
So he really doesn't have a track record when it comes to the postseason either. Again, gamble. But at his best, and this is where you start to look at Dubas and say, okay, this is why he went down the road with Tristan Jari that he did. The five-year deal. The five-plus million dollars. At his best, Tristan Jari is a top 10 goaltender in the National Hockey League. You cannot, and I'll say this again for everybody in the back, you cannot miss out on a potential top 10 goaltender if you can get him to get back to that level. Here's the thing with Jari. It's not that long ago that he was at that level, right? Last season, we talked about it. Inconsistency, hip injury. That was the the book on Tristan Jari's year last year. But one year prior, 2021-22, Tristan Jari was the guy for the Pittsburgh Penguins. 58 games played, which was good for 8th among goaltenders in the National Hockey League. 34 of those games played were wins, which was also good for 8th in the National Hockey League. He finished that year with a 919 save percentage, which was good for 6th in the NHL. A 2.42 goals against average, which was also good for 6th in the NHL. And 21.1 goals saved above expected. If you've listened to this show, you know that's one of my favorite stats for goaltenders. Because it really takes out the defensive impact in front of him. Goals saved above expected, 21.1 that season. Good for 7th in the National Hockey League. Then, of course, as you may remember, he gets injured late in the season because Anders Lee falls on top of him and his, his foot breaks. What can you do? Freak accident. And he only gets to come back and play in Game 7, which the Penguins almost won. It ended up going into overtime. And he looked decent, albeit, again, obviously still injured. So he has the potential to be that guy. He has the potential to be a top 10 goaltender in the National Hockey League. But the flip side of the coin, which we saw last year, is he gets injured, and then all of a sudden the pressure goes to number two. Casey DeSmith proved to be, on the surface, a good backup goaltender. But when that pressure was put on Casey DeSmith because Tristan Jari was not healthy pretty much from New Year's on, DeSmith crumbled. There were times where he was below replacement level NHL goaltender and he was the number one guy for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And it ended up costing them at the end of the day. Yes, at the end of the day, it would have been, you know, Tristan Jari who was in net against Chicago, but the Penguins wouldn't have been in the position to need to win games against Chicago and Columbus to be in the playoffs if they had had Jari the whole season. I I firmly believe that. So Dubas, while gambling and standing his ground with Tristan Jari, did switch things up behind him. Every team in this league now needs a reliable backup plan to win the Stanley Cup. You might say, hey, if your starting goaltender goes down, what can you do? Look at last year's playoffs as an example. Four of the eight teams that won in the first round used at least two goaltenders. And both teams that made it to the Stanley Cup Final, the Vegas Golden Knights and the Florida Panthers, 
used goaltenders that they didn't start the postseason with. Alex Lyons started the playoffs for the Florida Panthers. Sergei Bobrovsky had to step in and, of course, was great the rest of the postseason. Vegas had Loren Brassois, Jonathan Quick. During the season, they had Logan Thompson as well. But at the end of the day, it was Aiden Hill who got the job done and backstopped them to a Stanley Cup. So, yes, DeSmith, in his time in Pittsburgh, proved to be a pretty decent backup goaltender. Five seasons, 134 games, 912 save percentage, 281 goals against average, and a 14.3 goals saved above expected. Not bad numbers, but when each of your last three seasons can be attributed to goaltending issues, something needs to change. Dubas had already rolled the dice with Jari and said, that's our guy. So you knew DeSmith's days in Pittsburgh were numbered. Enter Alex Nedeljkovic. That's another gamble, right? Backup goaltender had a chance to be a starter in this league after a stellar rookie season with the Carolina Hurricanes and never caught his footing when he signed a big contract, a big two-year contract with the Detroit Red Wings. Entering his fourth full season as a full-time NHLer and his last two in Detroit, 74 games played, a 900 save percentage, 335 goals against average, and minus 13.5 goals saved above expected. They need him to be a steady force again. He was in that one season in Carolina. He has not been the previous two in Detroit. Yes, the Penguins went in and brought Magnus Helberg. They brought Garrett Sparks in. They are going to have some young guys in the minors. Joel Blomqvist is going to get an opportunity in the minors this year at the AHL level. But they really need, on a one-year deal, mind you, they need Alex Nedeljkovic to regain his footing at the NHL level because even if Tristan Jari is healthy and at hit the top of his game, the Penguins need to not utilize him as heavily as they were two seasons ago when he ended up, of course, getting injured in that Islanders game. They need Nedeljkovic. They need both gambles to pay off. Jari to stay healthy and once again become a top 10 goaltender in the National Hockey League, and Alex Nedeljkovic to regain his footing, take the change of scenery, and become at least as good as Casey DeSmith. Because if Jari's healthy... All you're asking from Delkovic is to be as good as Casey DeSmith was when he didn't have to start. So you need to get him to at least that level. After that, the rest should take care of itself for the Pittsburgh Penguins. A lot needs to happen for this team to once again become a Stanley Cup contender. The face of the team has changed. The names at the top are still there, but everybody underneath has really shifted around. The most important part, though, remains goaltending. And we'll see if Kyle Dubas rolled the dice and it comes up in his favor. That's going to do it for this episode of Penguins to Go. Remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcast from. We'll see you guys next time.